Smooth. People are good at math. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just pop that mouth open and click that abacus they got. I did that shit in Louisville. Oh yeah. my god. Some dude goes, no! And like, and I was like, oh, fuck! Something Too close to home! Yeah. <laughs> that was I, all you could hear was Slade cackling yeah. over in the corner of the room. Because that joke was killing it all weekend. It's yeah. Saturday Night Slade joke. And I go, this is a bad thing. Just clack that teeth out of them. And he goes, no! <laughs> Not my cousin Ricky! <laughs> Speaking of meth people, (laughs) did y'all see that guy go into a McDonald's in New York and start chopping it to fucking pieces with an axe? No. Dude, that video's fucking wild. (sighs) That's, uh... Oh, the crazy thing is, like, three people try to stop him from punching another customer, (laughs) and they're all punching him in the face, and he leans against the trash can and puts his hands like this. He's just taking punches to the face, and he's not even, like, phased. That, like that's where that's where like, you get Joe Rogan to come like in that. and be like, "Oh my God, he's so just." Like, <laughs> he takes so many blows to the face that the people stop punching him out of fear. <laughs> then he gets down, he takes off his bag, and he starts like unzipping it and reaching in it. And you see one of the dudes he was fighting start walking towards him, like looking down to see what he's gonna pull out of the bag, which might be the dumbest thing yeah, I've yeah, ever yeah. seen anybody do. Yeah, he comes out with a fucking camping hatchet. Like, shakes off the leather cover and, like, starts chasing him like a fucking video game. <laughs> smashes a table, smashes a glass partition. Oh, God. Like, then he starts threatening the girl at the table. His boyfriend's just sitting there with his hands there not doing shit because there's a guy with a hatchet in his I face. Involved in this. And then he just bitch slaps the guy once and then hits him with one punch and knocks him out, pulls his pants up, and bikes out of the store. Like, fucking New York is wild, man. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. man. Hey, yo, ma. This like is the craziest Dora Explorer I've ever heard of. <laughs> <laughs> what have we got? Backpack, backpack. Dude, Rambo said that he said his uncle's voice changed when he got tased. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's your boy doing? I mean, he used to play football. Over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. I need to go on in. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that uh, shit, I was fucking, I was in that kitchen spraying cabinets just cackling like a fucking moron. Like. Just howling, yeah. That's fun. <laughs> oh, that was a good episode. Man, you might be the only person besides me who's listened to all the episodes of this I, heard my, I haven't heard the one, there's, so there's like a two-part one that are two dudes I don't know. Oh, yeah, Big Chris and Tommy Dangerfield. Okay, yeah, so I yeah, yeah, yeah. they're fun new guys. <laughs> they're fun, um, they're fun new guys. I'm going, they, I just hadn't made it there yet. Yeah. And, uh... When, when Big Chris got on, you look like I said he looked like a tuba player in an outcast video. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> if I knew he looked like I'd yeah, 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 yeah. Just know that, that was absolutely correct. <laughs> you look like doesn't work when you don't know. <laughs> when there's no visual when example. There's no visual. Dude, yeah, yeah. Like it doesn't play well podcast. on the audio right. podcast. <laughs> you know, you know that guy Steve. <laughs> he looks like Steve. Yeah, 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 he yeah, like yeah. He looks like a can of cream corn fell in some pepper. What? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Regardless, welcome back, Jerry. Yeah. Oh, wheel. My oh, well, yeah. I mean, we're kind of one. It kind of starts yeah. wherever we pick yeah. into the thing. Yeah. But you remember how we did the first one? There's no we, we, yeah, we, headphones make my head feel big. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. No, I just got a big fucking head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your head makes your head yeah. Feel big. I don't think it's the headphones, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a seven five eights hat doesn't fit me. That God damn, dude. <laughs> 
more about Grow My This is yeah. the first time I've ever gotten to do a podcast with you that Sam Damaris didn't crash. I, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, every time I go do a podcast, Sam Damaris shows up like a gremlin. I don't know what the hell it is. <laughs> hey, what's up? <laughs> oh, no, he's here. Uh, <laughs> I refer to that as the half of the Whiskey Brothers that I can book. <laughs> he's just still beating somebody's ass in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. But I think this is... We're, we're started, yeah. Yeah, we're close to episode 30 now. Nice. And we've been meaning to have you back and give you your own episode, because we are oh, wrong yeah. to bring two on. That yeah. formatically well, it didn't was just, work. It was when y'all first started, I think, right? Yeah, you yeah, were yeah. very first episode. Like, yeah. Uh, my brief foray into renting space from Slate. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The difference. The oh, yeah, we did do that over there, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Oh, yeah. We moved it here because Loden doesn't charge me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Wow. Anytime you can man. cut production costs by $100 an episode, that's shout, a good look. Shout out Whiskey Brothers. That yeah, one. shout uh, out to yeah. Slade for the uh, home of the first episode, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There we go. Yeah, no, we're at episode uh, 29. 29. 28. 28. 28? 28. I don't know. It depends. Like, those doing were, that two-part episode really messed with the numerology. Those were good years for me. Yeah. 29 yeah, and 28. Yeah. I was in Memphis. I was I was pissing away the last of my twenties. I, uh, I I had a great time. I did not leave the putt short. Um, yeah, uh, I was right just pre fatherhood. Just yeah, right yeah. on the cusp. You got uh, married at twenty. Sorry, everyone. Jerry Wayne Longmire's back. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, I think he's the most referenced person on the podcast because I think I mention him anytime I'm in a microphone for an extended <laughs> period of time. That is true. Because I like talking about my mentors. And yeah, so it's always Jerry Wayne and Richard Douglas Jones, who's a Memphis guy. Every time he says mentor, I feel like 900 years old. Like, Here's <laughs> yeah. what you do, sonny. <laughs> no, no. Well, you know, like, like my, my dad gave, this is one of the best pieces of advice my dad ever gave me, was he goes, find yourself a rabbi. So he's in accounting, and that's a little anti-Semitic. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, not if he's saying find one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's pro-med. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pro-med. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a very love-hate relationship with working on shows with you. I thought he was about to say the Jews. Yeah. I'll be 100%. <laughs> no, that's a hate-hate relationship. I was like, whoa. Yeah. whoa just... <laughs> no, Will's the only one who ever says the Jews on this podcast. I, for, uh, I later to be on careful my accent. Yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't ring right. No. Yeah, it's not, it's not a... I can't even say, like, this is my Jewish friend, and people get up tight, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? No, I, uh, I, 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 I say this because I'm, I'm dating a Jewish lady, and everyone's like... Mm. <laughs> it's like, you yeah. do look like you sound racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's I a, do sound racist. That's yeah. a hard. Bur- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've both done bits similar around there. Uh, yeah, just like okay, there's just there's just words I have to avoid. You know, and not, and not the normal ones that everybody should avoid. But but there's right. extras. Yeah, that's yeah. just your burning cross to bear. I mean. Yeah, it is what it is. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, you, use, use tar pitch That makes it burn longer you know, <laughs> I knew we were going to get some handyman tests On this episode today <laughs> right. those people home remodeling A little tar pitch, a little kerosene And burn a long time Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For all of your outdoor don't crossfire gasoline, gasoline. That's way too fast mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even hardly get the cops noticed to use gasoline <laughs> <laughs> We're going to subtitle this episode In the heat of the night <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, That's what the intro to my special is kind of modeled after. I don't know if you ever seen it, heard the music. It's kind of modeled after the intro to the Heat Heat of the the Night. night. Yeah, I... I just wanted this real Houston Southern kind of feel about it, and just kind of urban gritty. Shout out to uh, the Wrecking Yard. I was like, all right. 
Shout out to the Wrecking Yard uh, on YouTube. Jerry Special was there. We hit seven thousand views today. One of them is me. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah man. All right, it's a slow climb, but we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I was fortunate enough to see that both live and on the uh, reviewing afterwards. It's a That's fine piece of work. I just thought I'd say while you're here. Thank yeah. you. I you appreciate should be proud that. Of that. I am. I am. I am very, very proud of it. I got offered a distribution deal, and one of the problems that is occurring as a result of the distribution deal, I signed it. I went, I did a contract with them, but the problem is, is that the whole thing has to be re-rendered in a different file format, uh, and so I'm having to pay somebody with big machines that I don't know computers. Chad could probably tell you what I did wrong. Yeah. That 40k posi track i don't know it's got a v8 it needs to be redone the whole yeah. thing you know and uh, it needs a hellcat engine Is yeah that what yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. So i gotta drop a coyote in it and try again <laughs> yeah you know but, so well uh, as long as i, my I voice... have people working on that and it's been like a month in of them working on that and at the same time the distributors being like hey man we're gonna have this thing done and at the meantime the work i'm doing on social media is kind of eclipsing what i think maybe the distributors can do for me yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. I, I'm worried that there's this finite point that we're going to hit at where I can't give the distributors what they want and it's going to take off on its own anyways. And I may just be like, hey, guys, we'll just try again next time, you know? Yeah, just kind of finger guns it out. Just yeah. Like, just like, hey, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. You know? Oh, man. I mean, all of your instincts so far creatively have been right with that. So just visually. I don't know about right, but effective. <laughs> I would say you can say right at this point with the well, finished product that it is. The only mistake you yeah. made with that special was not doing the fucking joke you named the special about. <laughs> <laughs> that was the funniest shit, dude. Yeah. But even uh, that has its own charms. You know, uh, Trey Tuts and Slade Ham edited that yeah. special. I have such a hard time that word, edited it. <laughs> they edited that special for me. Oh. And uh, the work they did was magic. You saw the live shows. We caught lightning in a bottle. We taped it off one live show. Yep. Uh, and then it's it was like an hour, 10 minutes, and they edited it down to 54 minutes, I think, 55 minutes. Mm-hmm. And pure magic, the edit they did. They wouldn't allow me in the room while they did the edit. That makes sense. Uh, and it, Slay was very funny. I, you I have, touched, I have you, you funny, tinker. Yeah, you, you tinker, and I ha- I have a funny little story. You know, we're all very kind of defensive of our own material oh, and yeah. stuff, and even though we know not every joke's a winner, mm-hmm. but they mean something. To all. It's something you created out of thin air, and so it mm-hmm. means something to you. And uh, you know, and all comics love to hate on the hump the stool bit or whatever. And I have that bit where I talk <laughs> about the yep. actualization of your sex life when you're married, and yeah. uh, there's a small little bit of stool humping and such there, <laughs> and. Uh, <clears throat> So when when I went to go watch the edit, Slade goes, all right, so I know you're going to have feelings about everything that got cut out. And I have an explanation and a reason behind each every cut. Yep. And I will gladly talk that out with you, but I am going to push hard for my reasoning. And I was like, I trust you, bro. You know, he, he's, he's one of my closest friends, and uh, the guy knows comedy. So I was like, all right. And so we go down, and I was like, 
we we finished watching it, and I'm just in awe at this product he's created because I also get to see some of the graphics and shit he did, and mm-hmm. uh, that cool drone a, shot that a, Adam put together. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, well, that was Slade. Slade did all oh, okay, that. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Sorry, uh, I hadn't got to see that yet. We filmed that way after the special. That's why uh, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm wearing a wig. We, yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> I was there for the because I cut my damn hair right mm-hmm. after the special, and then we forgot to shoot the intro. So <laughs> <laughs> I had to wear this terrible mullet wig under a ball cap to film the intro. <laughs> And it was itchy, and it was August, and I didn't like it. And Slade made me climb the same ladder 15 times to get one shot. That when you watch the intro is a nanosecond Maybe half a second, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I I watch this thing, and I sit down, and there's this really sweet tribute to my mother uh, at the end of it, so I'm a little... You know, Meshuggah and such, in honor of our yeah. earlier conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sitting there and watch, and it's over. And Slay goes, What questions do you have about things we cut? And I go, Well, I really like to know why you cut my stool humping bit. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to know your reasoning for that. And he goes, Because it's a stool humping bit. That's yeah. why. <laughs> so I was like, All right, fair yeah. enough. <laughs> He goes, it's great in a live show. We're not putting that in the special, Jerry. All right, cool. Fair enough. Fair enough. But uh, it was fun. It was really cool to work together with some friends and create this piece of art that I'm very proud of and very happy about. And uh, oh. ooh, I, I cannot thank Slade enough for the work that he put in on it, just sheer creation style. Like, he, he did a lot. Uh, that mm-hmm. intro was bang up. BC... B.C. Carrion is a dude that I've been watching perform in Houston for over 20 years, right, as a musician. He, he, had a, he was in a band called Strippers Lie, and he's, he's just been a part <laughs> of the circuit for years and years and years. It's a great name. And uh, he's an incredible musician, and he came in and made me my own theme song with lots of organ well, and everything. And, it, and you've, told me, you've told me this part, too, when we're, when we're uh, working manual labor during the day where you're like, yeah, I just came in, and I, you had like – Five different words and like three different songs, and he just got it like like yeah. kind of kind of organically. Like that's yeah. how talented he was. I don't remember what the words were, yeah. but I he goes, "What's your y'all were talking about show prep?" Yeah. and he's like, "What's your one song that you?" And uh, I was like, "Brother loves traveling salvation show by mm-hmm. Neil Diamond." That's like my uh, that's my impetus. Like oh, on show day, I'm gonna yeah. listen to that song at some point. I'm gonna wail it at the top of my lungs and get into it. You you remember when we got hammered drunk? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't gonna bring that up, but cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember trying to sing that song. <laughs> oh yeah, it was after the 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 Christmas uh, the Whiskey Brothers Christmas show. And uh, no, it was that night we filmed the special. Oh yeah, because it was my birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got yeah. hammered. There yeah. was so much funny shit that happened that night. Uh, <sighs> First of all, the door the door handle fell off the club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it happened to me when I was walking back into the club, so I just handed it to the door guy. I was like, "Hey, the door handle fell off. You know, <laughs> yeah. get somebody to do something about that." Huh. So later, we're all at the bar having shots, having a good time. Slade, me, and Will and Young Blood comes walking up. He goes, "Hey, I know it's your birthday. You just filmed your special. I ain't trying to bug you, but uh, do you think you can come in tomorrow and fix this door handle for me?" <laughs> and Slade's like, "God damn it! I wish we had that on film. That'd be great." <laughs> He's like, "That's the most Jerry Wade thing that's happened all night." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you were hanging out with your wife, having a good old time. Oh, yeah. me and her very rarely get to go out on the town together, yeah. and. Uh, I never have as much fun as I do when I'm with her anyways. Mm-hmm. She's my favorite uh, drinking buddy for sure. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I have video of you performing stroking that night. Yeah, that's my go-to. On go-to. My phone. Ah, Clarence that's Carter, a, baby. I keep that. That's a treasure for me. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm having a particularly <laughs> shit day or just not feeling good, and I'm like, you know what I need? Stroke. Uh, yeah, when I make love, I'll be stroking. Yeah. It, it, it's an what excellent be rendition. It's, yeah. it's oh, yeah. quite amazing. Well, and then I say my own name in it, which, yes, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've, I've been doing that. Loading to the left. <laughs> <laughs> it's tremendous. <laughs> I, I swear I was waiting for somebody to throw their panties at him. I yeah. mean, they were going to be big ones, but they're <laughs> <laughs> It was going to be a big pair. God bless it. They were going to float in like a parachute. <laughs> Some of them heavier girls were getting spiritual about Will yeah. Loden stroking song. Exactly. He looked like he could handle me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Big boys, big boys with beards who look like they can. Yeah, if, you can if you can lift drywall, you can handle a 200-pound-plus woman. You know, and, yeah, uh, yeah. It's all about physics. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everybody knows. You get the math right, you can do just about anything. Or anything. You've seen Shaq's girlfriend, right? Oh, my God. I feel so bad. <laughs> I kind of want to see the math behind that one, oh, to be man. honest with you. Not, not for like a porn type thing, but just for a how. How much force is generated? Yeah. yeah. Bro, Shaq, Shaq's dating. Someone would like to be choked. Some like have to you, have, have their brains Shaq's rattled fi- inside their skulls. Have Some, you seen Shaq's fiance? I have. Yeah. Like, Some girls want to sneeze and feel them the next day. <laughs> she can lean on his knee. <laughs> She could literally tap him on the knee. She can, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that's how she gets his attention, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man. It's so sad. Ben when looked you like see. he went to another dimension just now. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was debating. And he started or thinking, and one does, of his he, eyes twitched, he does, and he, he just does, locked up. <laughs> he does his thousand yard stare, and then just is yeah, yeah, yeah. How can I incorporate R. Kelly into this? (laughs) (laughs) I've done those goddamn jokes. Ah. (laughs) You better tell you about me fucking with him about R. Kelly. Which time? Jerry, 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 we know you're you're a prankster, man. All right. So, like, you're you're one of the most. You get get so tickled in yourself when you start pranking people. So, he's like, 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 one day we were working, he goes, my favorite thing to do after Ben, especially when he's had a really good set and he wants to come up and like chum up and feel good, I go, so when do you think you lost him? <laughs> well, that, that, I did that one time and I didn't realize it affected his psyche so bad until like three days later we were all on suicide watch and I was like, oh bro, it's a joke. That's a, that wasn't even pranking him. I, I just thought he knew the joke, you know? But my favorite thing is Ben, and I don't know if it's as bad anymore, but Ben... After a set, usually has to go throw up. Mm-hmm. Right, it's he's better. got, it's he's like got 50, to go. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's gotten okay. got a lot better. Yeah, but it used to be a hundred, hundred. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was we a do Cal this show. <laughs> we do this show in the Improv at Ad- at Addison Improv Addison. one yeah. night, <laughs> and it's it, it's a killer lineup. We got Angelia Walker on it, right? Yeah, who's a beast. Mm-hmm. I mean, just yeah. an amazing lady fire. comic. Yeah. Um, Polar Bear, John Polar Bear Gonzalez on the show just destroys the place. He's out of San Antonio, place. right? Yeah, Austin. Yeah, he's Austin. Austin now. Okay, cool. My and uh, that was racist of me. Ben, Ben, <laughs> went, I did the same thing to him. Funny thing <laughs> on a Zoom meeting, it was so sad. Uh, ben, and then I tried to like backpedal and say why I thought he was from San Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> I had no good reasons because you have a he goes, stupid he nickname and you're Mexican. <laughs> he goes, I get it, man. <laughs> <laughs> and when we had Ben on the show, Ben. Has his killer fucking set, right? He just he bang, blows it bang, out of the water, bang. and he comes off stage, 
And I start laughing because I'm like, I know he's looking for somewhere to throw up, but I also know that Ben cannot resist praise. <laughs> <laughs> so I catch him about he halfway like to the bathroom. I, I went out into the crowd to meet him. They're like, bro, that's one of the best sets I've ever seen you have. The way you hung him on this joke and everything. And, and I'm just talking, and his face is like turning green. He's like, but he can't walk away. He's got to hear it all. And I go, hey, I'm just fucking with you, bro. I need you to go throw up. And he just, shoot, man. Oh, that's so fun. So, yeah, I, I, I enjoy fucking with people. Yeah, I, I, uh, I get a kick out of that. But one night I told Ben, I was uh, traveling somewhere with Josh Stokes to do a show. Yeah. And we were in the car cutting up and laughing about shit. And I texted Ben. I go, dude, Josh Stokes just wrote the best R. Kelly joke I've ever heard in my fucking life. <laughs> and Ben was like, what is it? I was like, bro, I can't type it out. I have to tell it to you in person. And I'm going to see you. And like, like three nights later, we were doing a show together at College Station or something, that Southern place. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't the one. I no. know where you were going with that. Uh, but... Uh, so I was like, oh, I'm going to see you in three days. I'll tell you the joke then. But then I just kept patting. Dude, I ain't ever laughed so hard in my life. I was about to piss myself. And Ben's like, what the fuck, fuck did he this make this joke, joke about? <laughs> and I see Ben at College Station. He's like, all right, tell dude. No hi, no hey, how you been? Good to How's see you, man. Shows how was the drive? <laughs> goes, uh, tell me the joke. I go, oh, there's no joke. I just, <laughs> I just made I, that shit up. <laughs> I just wanted free real estate in your head. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just lived rent-free in your brain for three days, me and Josh Stokes. And Josh just, didn't even know about it. Ben called him somewhere else and asked me, and Josh like, I didn't even know he did that shit. I'm <laughs> so grateful in this moment that other comics don't listen to this podcast. Yeah. I don't want everyone to have the blueprint and how to fuck with my haunted. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> There's too many evil spirits. They have to have up. the will. <laughs> we have the will. He's the co-host. We have the right. will. I told you that shit that made me laugh today. So my... I was watching a TV show last night, uh, Better Call Saul. Yeah, Love Better Call Saul. And uh, they were talking. They, the guy says some, Mike says some line where he's like, you're going to have the most expensive hole this side of the Mississippi. Yeah. And it made me think that my dad, like all my life, like, all my life, my daddy's go, you're the biggest fool this side of Mississippi. And I, the whole time, I was always like, well, who's this other motherfucker, you know, on the other side of the river, you know? Why can't I go nationwide? And I, I think it was Will. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, in Amory, Mississippi, I'm trying to finger fuck in front of a Pentecostal church. and uh, yeah. As one does. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Land Hardware. Uh, <laughs> There's pussy up under them skirts. <laughs> well, because you, you live It's near a the... longer trip. But <laughs> fraught with hair and jungle and such. Over, but... over the corset. Under. Under the magic underwear. Bro, you got under the corset. You were talking some magic that night, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I had the nicest grand dam in the Bible College parking lot. I never got over the corset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so much fun. Kids these days I, wouldn't even know what to do with a corset. 
I see took, him uh, in the. I see him on the TikTok now. All right, and like that's that's. I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna be negative about TikTok or anything. You catch enough of that shit everywhere else. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's one of those interesting things. It is doing. actually finally one of those things where I can like. I laugh all the way to the bank. Yeah. <laughs> Quite literally. Yeah, yeah. I'm slated to make a bunch of money this month. I'm okay with it. <laughs> no, that's a good problem to have. No, because my, my algorithm thinks that I'm a Mexican construction worker uh, who like uh, who then also, for some reason, uh, wants to have threesomes with incest people. So it's like, it's it'll be so like... So they're half right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so like half of my shit, like it'll be like, this is a cool way to... Uh, Grout uh, a shower, like if you want, like a standing shower or whatever. Yeah, here's right? how you cut drywall with a tape measure on the yeah, back of your yeah, truck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and I'm like, oh, neat, neat, neat. And then a little bit will be like, growing up in a Latin household, and it'll just be like shoe throwing <laughs> stuff. And uh, <laughs> and like, and then it'll just be like, uh, just naked women. <laughs> I wonder what the ratio of chancla jokes is on TikTok. <sighs> it's got to be high. It's I see one of those high. videos a day. Yeah, no, it's, it's super high. And um, they all do the same Matrix thing? Yeah. The, the bullet... Di- I'm doing it like anybody can bullet see Bullet time, me. yeah. Yeah, well, they do the bullet <laughs> time, yeah. I like it when they put underwear over their over their head to signify that it's a, a Mima. Yeah, 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 it's a Mima, and like it, it feels or the very, rag on the head. Yeah, that, that, yeah. That would uh, like. Wow. It feels like a throwback to Kabuki theater because like all the actors have to be men in these <laughs> videos for some reason. Or Shakespeare. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. We really didn't let women do a lot of things. <laughs> I know eventually I'm going to have to venture into the TikTok worlds, but I'm still dragging my feet very, very hard. I'm having a blast because, uh, like, the way the way that some of my stuff's uh, getting spun around with a couple of the guys that I'm working with, like, it's been really fun. Uh, uh, it's yeah, it's, I, I I haven't found my, my rhythm or anything like Jerry, but uh, the fun the funny part was like I blew up on TikTok and it was these people would follow me and they're like, man, you should try stand up comedy. I get that a lot on TikTok. God, bro, I wish you would try stand up comedy. I'm like, all right, well, fun fact. Here's twelve clips of me doing stand up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been doing stand up for about eighteen years, you know. Yeah, and, and they're always so pleasantly surprised. And the people that come out to a show from the TikTok thing are like, that was that was. Fucking incredible! I mean, I like your little videos and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. This, that was just to get you here. That's the only reason I started doing that shit. Yeah, and uh, I didn't even think about monetizing it or making money off of it. I started doing TikTok. Honest to God, all my original TikTok videos were clips with a header directive, sending them to YouTube to watch the Wrecking Yard. I was just trying to get eyes on the Wrecking Yard, mm-hmm. and so I was like, I'm gonna jump on this platform. And it worked really well right off the bat. I was like, okay. Well, then I started doing other stuff. Then I started getting booked off of it. I was like, okay, shit. There's a whole other world. And uh, my wife, who was a talent buyer for a long time and ran comedy clubs. Shout out, shout out Jerry's wife. Uh, Rachel she, Carr. She's bad right, motherfucker. Right, I don't know if we wanted to say it. Yeah, yeah. yeah Rachel yeah, is the fucking shit. She's, she's one run of the, the nicest stop. people to me. She's the GM of the Lab Stop. Super nice. Talent buyer. Yeah. She dealt with all the agents, all that crap. Uh, mm-hmm. She... Uh, she goes, if you think about it, for an agent and people looking to purchase talent, TikTok, Facebook Reels, Instagram Reels, now YouTube has come out with Shorts, which are basically just Reels, TikToks. Yep. She goes, this is the easiest thing. This is the easiest way for them to cast a wide net is just go through here because you could just find uber-talented people from all over the country that you're not going to see them in an audition in L.A., but you, you see a girl in Kentucky that can do 45 different voices, and 
16 mm-hmm. different characters. There's a there's a creator on there uh, that goes by the name Nanny Ma, and he's just this he's just this kid in Arkansas that's really good at playing all these characters he grew up with, and they're amazing. And you're like, this kid deserves an Oscar. You know, he's an yeah. incredible. He does dramatic stuff, comedy stuff. Mm-hmm. It's all so good. Like somebody's going to pick that kid up. He's got a million followers. You're going to see that kid in a TV show. I guarantee to you. Hell yeah. Uh, it, it, so it's a wide net, but the fun thing that I just stumbled onto was like uh, one of my content creator friends was like, you know, you make more money on Facebook, and I was like, well, I've never had any luck screwing with Facebook. He goes, take all the crap you're doing on TikTok and download them and get the watermark removed and run them on a Facebook comedy page and run them as reels because Facebook's trying to compete with TikTok right now. And so I did that, and I went from... Facebook has an older demographic, too. So. I went from 460 followers to, I think I'm right at 60,000 followers in three weeks God on damn. Facebook comedy. Jesus. Ah. <laughs> it's insane. Just running my old TikTok videos. Just, ah. And I'm doing the same thing on YouTube right now with the shorts. That's a little slower going because YouTube's still... That part of their thing is growing. But I've noticed a significant uptick in... Uh, subscribers I went from uh, I had like I just hit monetization on YouTube so I just hit like a thousand subscribers and after running three YouTube shorts I'm now at 1.35 thousand subscribers on YouTube so and that's in like less than a week so I think it's going to be successful there too and I'm just I don't even screw with Instagram and that's just growing on its own because Facebook and Instagram basically the same thing now you know yeah um so it, it, it's a funny thing. I I, I find myself um, some of these TikTok content creators, especially the ones I meet and collab with, are like, "Yeah, I'm a comedian." I'm like, "Ah, well, you know, I mean, you're, I, you're yeah. making some funny little videos. Don't get me wrong, but you're you're not a stand-up comic. This is, this we uh, last... we got to draw a hard line there. You know, I put in the work becoming a stand-up comic. Yeah." So. Last time I uh, I was uh, or two times ago like last time I was in Lake Charles with, with you and Andy and uh, Abby and that was fun as hell was that Lake Charles or Bat- yeah that was Lake Charles oh that was the place nobody knew where the fuck it was I was right. told Lafayette I was yeah. told Lake Charles Baton Rouge. I was told it was the Crying yeah. Eagle Brewery then it was the Screaming mm-hmm. Eagle Brewery <laughs> and then I was finally told what day the show was fucking on <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you you flew back from Baltimore just to drive out that night. Yeah, I remember that. Boy, that was a good time. We had Andy Huggins with us at night. That yeah. was fun. He was actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was super fun. Uh, a bug flew in my mouth during my uh, closing joke. He did. Yeah. He did. Yeah, and I was trying to be tough, but then they saw me go. Eh. <laughs> he was literally he was doing his football coach, yeah, yeah. badass bit, yeah, and yeah. he was being real tough and bruff, and, and a bug flew in his mouth, and he grew wings and fluttered to the back of the stage. <laughs> and he's like, "Well, I can't come back from that." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's so great. Good night. Yeah. The- Andy sat there so still, the bugs were bouncing off of him. It was the funniest <laughs> shit. I was back there watching them bounce off his head. Yeah. Nothing like nothing like a uh, a, a late August uh, outdoor show in South Louisiana. No, uh, you saw me when I found out it was outdoors. I was so pissed. I've been booked <laughs> on the show for like two months. Yeah, yeah. Guys, like, well, it's an outdoor show, so we got to worry about rain. I was like, who the hell books an outdoor show in August in Louisiana? Oh, what is wrong good. with you? Oh, uh, it's not good. That's, that's horrid. Horrid. Yeah. Outdoor shows suck. Anyways, is that the one where the no highway acoustics? was right by the? No, that was the other one. Okay. Yeah. I did two bad shows in that area back to back. Yeah. 
One of them was rain, and one of them was highway. And I think I got Ryan rained on the first rain. time. Yeah, yeah, I got rained on the first time, and I, I did a big ode to Poseidon. Uh, <laughs> just, uh, In yeah. eighteen years of performing comedy, I have never found a good place to do comedy in Louisiana. In our neighborhood, they have state. too much fun. <laughs> like, I, like, like, Louisiana. Everybody's like, go to New Orleans. New Orleans is the worst comedy town in the whole country. Well, it's I, the worst comedy city just yeah. because there's so much other stuff to do. It's like that in Honolulu. Like, yeah. I talked to a guy who was like, yeah, I did comedy Memphis, in Honolulu. Memphis is a rough town for comedy because nobody comes to Memphis to hear the jokes. No, have, they come to hear the blues. I and have eat. one place in Louisiana I like to do shows. Uh, Mandeville. Corey Mack runs two places out there. One's a pizzeria and one's a sports bar. And they do it once a month. There's always like 30, 40 people there. But it's good like a little it's local great. hometown crowd. Yeah. 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 Mandeville's, Mandeville's. Those two I, spots are I, fun. I, I say Apart that. from that, I Louisiana did, sucks. Uh, I used to do the Shreveport Funny Bone a lot. And that was always a really fun club until yeah. it wasn't. Yeah, I, just, uh, I just don't like performing places where I don't speak the language. You I know? always have a good time in Lafayette. <laughs> All right, so I'm not trying to take away. Uh, fucking Jason Leonard runs great shit in Lafayette, and I always have a good time there. Um, I just met him. Yeah. He's, so he's, I think I will probably end up going he, to Lafayette. He, he, he's a great dude. It's uh, Lafayette, Will. It's Lafayette. I, I, sorry, I pronounce it like the county in Mississippi yeah, that yeah. I, I used to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lafayette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't realize I was I was uh, that big it's of a Lafayette. Fan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sounds like a Disney character. Right. <laughs> ah, oh, man. Not anymore. <laughs> oh, man. I'm very ah. much enjoying watching grown men get upset about a mermaid. Oh man, that is oh, yeah, it's, that's it's a so serious thing. Ain't it's it? very much. revealing about your friends to find out which one of them's are people that probably shouldn't be your friends, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or or no. parents. Or yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot oh, of red man. flags that come out of when yeah. you start. The saying, really disturbing thing for me is the dudes without kids that are worked up about. Right. It. Like what? What's going on here, bro? Uh, yeah. No, How many I, times did you rub one out to that redhead? What yeah. is happening? Why are you so worked yeah, yeah. up Was about this? Was the fact this? that her bottom half is fish never problematic for you? <laughs> or are you just gonna get head yeah. for the rest of your life? How did this work in your head? Like, there, there, there have been some really. It was fun all in jokes. her head. Yeah. yeah. God damn it. <laughs> That's, yeah, that is to just. That's not for you, right? <laughs> like, like, I mean, like, like I just never gave yeah. a shit about any of that, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, same like, thing when they said they thought James Bond was going to be black, and I was like, okay, no, cool. Wait, wait, I don't wait. give a shit. I didn't care about James Bond being black. I got very, very angry when they cast Daniel Craig as James Bond because he was blonde. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know why well, that upset can, I, me. Why so, you can't take blonde men serious? You really? I could never <laughs> accept a blonde Bond. Ah, like, well. Idris Elba, sure. Idris Elba can be Bond. I've got no issue with that whatsoever. It'd be really hard Pull for... Pull it off. Yeah. Like, fucking a blonde Bond? Get a lot, the fuck out of a here. Lot, a lot of guys got really mad. They're like, well, if Idris Elba was, was Bond, how could he be a spy in Russia? And I'm like, yes, you're right. Daniel Clegg blended in perfectly in Mozambique. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, the only Bond I ever even actually liked... Uh, I. I could give a shit about Sean Connery Bond. Right. Uh, but there was a brief period in the mid-80s where I was watching the movies and it was Timothy Dalton. The Timothy Dalton. Yeah. 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 Timothy yeah. Dalton was a great Bond. My I dad enjoyed liked Timothy that Bond. Dalton as yeah. the Bond. Those, Those movies were a little grittier and more yeah. realistic yeah. and I enjoyed them. Well, the, it was they like always... if Christopher Nolan yeah. only went halfway. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. 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 Well, because I remember when when the Bourne movies came out, and then the Bond movies were like, we want them to be like the Bourne movies, and I go, why? <laughs> why? Like, why? We already you have the Bourne movies. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I miss like Bond goes to Louisiana, live and let die theme movies. Like, oh, like he's being yeah, yeah. chased on a jet 
fan boat for some reason. Like, you need, <laughs> I need a variety of vehicles. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you need just... a variety of women, vehicles, and villains. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Like he's gonna, That's exactly it. Yeah. Like he's five out of the six old... of them die. Yeah. yeah. R.I.P. Most of his cars. Right. Yeah, all that stuff. The mermaid stuff. The uh, a, a, y'all may not remember, but when they first cast the Thor movie in uh, Idris Elba again, yeah, as Heimdall. Yeah, and bro, boy, yeah, they, they, yeah, the they whole fucking line. all of Washington almost left the country. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, well, why would you cast Idris Elba so every Washington wanted yeah, to go yeah, see it? The, um, the populations fact, yeah. of Washington and Idaho jumped to their feet. Like what? <laughs> now, now we want no, another Ruby we ain't Ridge. Be having that? No, no, no. I'm no can't be no black feller. No, yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. People draw weird lines about made-up <laughs> characters. I right, swear. exactly. That, and I don't understand. Like, I try to be empathetic to other perspectives. I grew up seeing a lot of white dudes on TV in every show I watched. And uh, also, a lot of fat white dudes on TV, you know? Yeah. There, was, there was one for With every smoking era. smoking hot wives? Yeah. 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 so yeah, yeah. I was just like, okay, man, I... I I have always seen myself represented on TV. I fucking Dan Connor's been around most of my life, you know, and uh, and shout How out to t- Dan Connor because he was the last suburban dad that wasn't a dumb asshole. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was actually a competent man. Yeah. He Max. was a he was a dude that was a good father, yeah. and he wasn't an idiot, and he didn't do goofball shit all the time, and he he handled his family shit. I and do still have stuck a- by his wife like. I he do, was the last yeah. good sitcom dad. If you ask I do me. have a problem with that with modern like sitcom television, where I think the term was Flandersization, where they find like one character thing. Like in the first episodes of The Simpsons, Ned Flanders, he was just like a nice, quiet Christian dude, and by like the sixth season, he's, he's like the biggest dokely Jesus, yeah, biggest and, goober uh, on the planet. Yeah, uh, it's everybody loves Raymond. It's yeah. King of Queens. It's just here's this yeah. adorable idiot who's going to ruin all your plans all the time. Like mm-hmm. when did that become? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not how my I I am a suburban married dad. That's not how my life goes down, you no. know. Um, so I Dan Connor was the last good one, but that, I've always uh, seen myself represented on TV was the main point, and yeah. I don't know what it's like to grow up and not see yourself represented. But imagine it feels pretty shitty. Yeah, I can't imagine like wanting to deprive someone else of that. Yeah, that's the I just don't understand. I don't it's understand not like, the, the vitriol behind it. I don't it's I don't not know where like that's coming from. Unwhitewash most of the media. Also like, you'll find yeah. somebody to look at, guys. It's also fine. don't worry, bro, the Supreme Court's still yours. Settle down. <laughs> <laughs> Systemic racism's not going anywhere. Yeah. You just got a black mermaid. Can you calm down, yeah. bro? We're like three generations from it even being like kinda not great to be white. Like yeah. it's still fine. <laughs> At what like point you still do you have, have all to... the white privilege? You can go anywhere in the world, and there's stuff made just for you. Right. Can you calm down? I guess. I guess. I guess that I feel like it's just a lot of man children bitching about that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and women uh, too, man. My well, yeah. my wife got into a debate with some of them on the Facebook, and my God, yeah. some of the mental gymnastics some of these heifers come up with to defend that <laughs> position It's just like, do you hear yourself? Can yeah. you just stop? Yeah. Enjoy your four thousand square feet. Yeah. <laughs> if I ever find myself arguing with somebody about mermaids, somebody slap the shit out of me, please. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Well, they, they have different, you know. I, believe- I, I get why she felt the need to fit she her position was no, that I'm- this is a good thing, and mm-hmm. this young lady's really talented, and she did an amazing job. I understand and, that completely. Uh, but at the same time, I want to look at some of these Karens out there. Like, will you just go feed your horses and fuck off? Yeah. Can we just like? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe the world. I, I we live. In a strange time, 
where a lot of people that sound like me have big fucking opinions about everything. And it's not the way it was when I was growing up. It's right. not the shit we talked about growing up, right. right? There was a little political discussion on the edge of the dinner table. Sometimes, but, but then you were like, shut up, Uncle David. Cars, yeah, football, like, yeah. rodeo, whatever yeah. your family was into, farming, the weather. Cool, was old, a, cool older cousins would go, go outside and yeah. smoke cigarettes and talk about pussy. Movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you're lucky, you had a cousin that snuck you out to a shack in the woods to smoke see part dope. of a water-stained yeah. hustler. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Back when porn was hard to obtain. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, but none, none of this stuff that's going on now, and the big, the big bitch, I guess I hear all the time from these people, is the whole. I, I'm tired of hearing celebrities talk about politics. I'm tired of hearing celebrities. That doesn't bother me because you know what? I can turn them off. I can turn Kim Kardashian off. I can turn Bruce Willis off. Oh, I mean, he's already getting turned off. But I can. <laughs> <laughs> His frontal lobe doing that for us. Celebrities uh, yeah. off. I don't have to listen to their political view. But the plumber that's been in my living room for four fucking hours <laughs> talking about QAnon and JFK Jr. Yo, Jr. and no, shit. No, this is a real story. I, everyone like, is listening. Bro, I swear to God, I will vote for whoever you want if you just move my fucking hot water right, heater. Yeah, I yeah. don't even care. I'm not affiliated. Right. Just, I realize right. this is a slight tangent, but I, you just made me realize something of what you said. Uh, for karma's sake, I think we need to go buy like a box of pornography and abandon it in some woods somewhere because oh, otherwise, I'm, pay how, it forward. Yeah. We have to. We have to. Well, this, this is, is the new Starbucks model. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're going to call me one the Johnny Apple one penthouse, one hustler, yeah. and a forum for the reading kid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> The John Mayer interview in Playboy was fantastic. Uh, I came. Well, he almost got canceled over that one. Oh, Remember that? Oh yeah, when he called well, his dick racist, and he said his dick was a white supremacist. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that went bad. Hell. John Mayer was about the coolest white boy to hang out with black folks. Still, he said that shit, and I was like, oh. he did. He did two Dave Chappelle episodes, and everyone was like, this white boy's pretty cool. And then he got a little liquored up. It, oh. was, it wasn't even mostly black folks that got mad at him. It was white ladies. Oh, it, yeah. Like, <laughs> white ladies like getting mad on behalf of other people. It's, oh, yeah. It's, it's a such sport. a pickup hobby for them. Dude, yeah. <laughs> it's a sport. Yeah. Uh, I would get involved in more shit if people would stop like having marches for shit. Like, if we bring back sit-ins, I might listen to your cause. But I'm not fucking walking through downtown Houston for anything. Yeah. Preach, brother. Like, if yeah. I get stage, <laughs> if I get like a weird stage four type of cancer and they're having a walk for it, I'm still not gonna fucking do it. Right? Like, that's not. Well, no, no you I'll got the you. cancer. You know? Yeah, you know? I'll get you a. Stephen they don't Hawking make the chair. people with the cancer walk. That's not how cancer walks work. <laughs> I haven't ever actually how do you think been cancer to walks one. Work? Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. they make the people with you the cancer walk for autism, right? Wait. Everybody made it to the end. It's yeah. not. Let it's me not explain. If you're going to ask me what I think they are, I'll tell you what I think they are. You take all the people in the area who have the cancer and you make them walk in front of people and be sad until they donate money to you because you. That's so you can called stop the Baton Death March, which you just <laughs> described as forging malnutrition. It's like they just press you up against the glass in St. Jude's and look at the sad cancer kids until you like donate a hundred dollars and get to leave. Like, uh, that's what I assume. I, uh, fundraising when is. I was when I I was working in Memphis. I uh, we would ra- we raised ten thousand dollars for St. Jude's doing comedy shows. Uh, I was really young and idealistic, and in retrospect, I need that fucking money. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> now you sound like St. Juice. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't very pro medic. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn. Oh yeah. Um, no. It was. We 
You know, I went to Washington, D.C. recently, and mm-hmm. I do those videos about my grandpa and my dad and my uncle. And uh, yeah. so it, when you said baton death march, it made me think of this. So when I went to the uh, Washington, D.C., I went to the World War II Memorial. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you saw it, but I filmed this video. And it's my grandfather never talked about World War II, right? He didn't, yeah. he didn't discuss it much. Mine but in my life, he told me two stories about World War II. And one of them was about the day his twin brother, Carl, was killed. And the same day, he got his Purple Heart for getting wounded in action. And so I went to the World War II Memorial, and I filmed this thing where I played him, and I sort of told this story he had told me this one time. And Slade, of course, helped me film it, and right. I got it all edited and everything and loaded up. And Slade was like, well, that was a really, really touching story. What was the other story he told you? I was like, oh, well, so this one time, they ran across 150 SS troops who surrendered their guns for sandwiches. <laughs> and then they marched them for 65 miles. And every time one of them got out of hand, they shot the three in front of them and behind them. And by the time they got where they were going, they only had 32 of them left, but they were well-behaved. And he was like, yeah, I think you went with the right story. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, the oh, touching, quite beautiful a bit more one? touching. Or the war crime. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's, uh, His face while I was telling him the story is like, oh, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Uh, uh, that'll, that'll, that'll do it. Yeah, I don't think that would have made people sympathetic to Papal. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Old old Eason Loden, uh, he, he passed a month after I was born. That was your first stage name, wasn't it? That's going to be my, my... I know that from listening to the podcast. Yeah. See, yeah. now you know I really listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that somebody else is handling callbacks tonight. I would, I would, nice I would, to... I would, I went by Easton Miller. I switched the, I switched, oh, yeah. I used my mom's uh, last name and my, yeah, yeah. Um, but he had a journal. He had a journal, uh, and he was the lead navigator for the Army Air Corps uh, when we flew over Dresden. You know, yeah. When we turned the the air the whole into city on fire, fire tornadoes and, and turned uh, people's strollers into black cat fireworks. Yeah, yeah. 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 I've seen, I've seen the pictures. You don't know anything about Germany, do you? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it Jerry, goes back it's to a Germany matter of loading. <laughs> Tally number nine on the check board. Uh, <laughs> Any way to work a win in? <laughs> But yeah, yeah, the Dresden firebomb definitely bad. Yeah, he. Yeah, he, we're like, all anti-firebombing here at the very green. Room. Yeah, yeah, at the, here at the very green room, the only firebombing we like to do is our lungs. Uh, yeah, <laughs> with nice. sweet, sweet herb. Sweet, sweet herb. herb. Yeah, yeah. Man, we need to get sponsored. So. Dude, we do. Uh, I, I've been, I've, I've been hitting it up a little bit, but uh, you know, we're we're gonna once we get those metrics up, it's gonna be fine. We're almost to like a thousand listens. Yeah, no, we're Very doing good. Cool. We're doing good. I, I enjoy it. I went and listened um, like seven episodes I've listened to so far. I, you know, I'm remodeling yeah. uh, the home for my family that I'm about to move my family into. So it's a lot of solitary time just working on shit, mm-hmm. especially when your help never shows up. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a lot of solitary time and you're just working, you're just doing shit. And so. Uh, one of the things I like to do is listen to podcasts because it's active listening. You're hearing information mm-hmm. you don't know, so mm-hmm. your brain stays a little more alert. And yep, music can hypnotize you, especially music you already know. It affects that part of your brain that goes into the subconscious and will allow you to. That's yeah. why they say you shouldn't listen to music you like while you're driving on the road late at night because you're more prone to go to sleep. Maybe you'll spin out. Yeah, 
That's huh? why I scream sing uh, Maybe you'll spin out. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, fuck. We're here now, huh? <clears throat> no, we talk Here's about the thing that kills me about that is I, I keep hearing from people about this wreck I was in. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 no. A wreck involves a collision with an object or another vehicle. And we didn't collide with anything. We come close, and I warned you. I warned his ass. I was like, hey, bro, I think we're going to hit the guardrail in a minute, okay? And then later he goes, what if I hadn't been okay? <laughs> <laughs> See, but the thing is, is he wasn't okay because now when he's in the car with me and anytime we pass an 18-wheeler, he goes, whoo! <laughs> he is the most reluctant suicidal person I've ever met in my life. <laughs> it's like equal parts suicidal and cowardice. Like I get right up to the point of staring at it, but I can't jump off the diving board. Like I'm one of those need to push them into the pool kids. Been at home by himself, suicidal. Been in the car, hopeful as a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> That's the... <laughs> <laughs> it's astounding. All right. And I'm not saying that to make fun of you. I've been uh, uh, like myself struggles with depression and shit. Uh, and I, I so, get it. so the, this, the, 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 this, this episode title is uh, Heat in the Night uh, you know, at Home Suicide. Hopeful the motherfucker in that car seat. <laughs> so I, no, 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 I was doing not. a gig one night in uh, where, the, where the shit was that? That Texas ski resort. Place. Oh, uh, San Marcos. Uh, I was thinking about because I was listening to the MC Lotto episode today, and yeah. uh, uh, that was such a fun gig for me. <laughs> and uh, uh, so we all meet there. We all sort of converge in, at the Texas Ski Resort in New Braunfels, and it's a nasty storm. It's a full-on gully washer has whipped itself up, and they <laughs> haven't bothered to finish any of the highways out there Awesome! Uh, in the last 45 Love years that. or yeah. the feeder roads. Yeah. They're still dirt. <laughs> Am I lying? No. Right? You had to drive through, I had to drive through four foot of water to get to the hotel, That's... leaving that place that night. And we're waiting on the headliner to get there, who's none other than the superb Rich Williams. Oh, but, Rich. But Rich Williams' driver is Ben Daniel. And at some point, Ben has an anxiety episode because of the storm. And I guess because of this little incident, me and him <laughs> had... Little incident, <laughs> and uh, where y'all did y'all did a a, a a seven you know a seven twenty in yeah. the middle two ninety yeah but I drove us out of that son of a bitch <laughs> uh, but the thing I never get big goes I'm so glad you drive like you sound because <laughs> <laughs> I did hard hearted our ass out of that son of a bitch <laughs> you lean into the spin yeah. I turned into the spin as many times it took to get out of that spin. I was whipping that wheel, and I didn't say a word. I was just, he I didn't get, say no. a word because he's I'm not saying a word that's, because fucking, what am I going to ask? I would, say, focus. I would say Ben has got the courage of a lion because he never peeped. He never said <laughs> shit, or he was too terrified to talk. We've, I don't know. We've, we've gone through some pretty heavy rain together, too, and like normally we're just sitting there. We're bullshitting, you know, doing what we do, like da-da-da-da-da. I hate this person. I think they're a bit pedantic. You say pedantic too much, Will. Stop smoking weed, Ben. And then when it starts getting uh, when it starts getting too rainy, Ben just you know. I'm done ben, dogging you. Ben Ben just gets out. And I'm like, and I he knows when I'm when I'm feeling antsy when I put two hands on the wheel because yeah. that that means that means that it's 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 focus time. Well, for when us I put to, the know. white claw down, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get scared when one of Will's hands don't have alcohol in it. <laughs> 
That means shit has hit the fan and is about to be redistributed. But the reason I don't talk when I'm afraid is because I really, really, really want to die on a joke. So <laughs> I, gotta think of the I right have one. to have one pops right when one. I feel like it's imminent. You had the best one after the college station. <laughs> we spit out. We have this almost collision. And and all of the traffic on 290 stops to watch us do this trick. It's right. the craziest thing. We we like end up backwards, staring at traffic, staring at people, and they're all stopped, at us. waiting for me to get my shit together. Yeah, and we kind of sit there a minute, and Ben goes, "Can we get out of here?" Because <laughs> like, yeah. the truck died, and I started the truck up and whip us around, and we're going down the road. And Ben goes, really, all I was thinking was at least I don't have to write a note. (laughs) (laughs) I swear to God. (laughs) It's the most optimistic I've ever been about anything in my life. I was, by the second rotation, I'm like, man, this can't possibly be my fault. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get out clean. At the Texas Ski Resort, Rich and Ben show up very late. And uh, Ben has to almost immediately go on stage because he's he's one of the opening acts. Yeah. And Rich pulls me aside and he goes, "So, it started raining while we were on the road." (laughs) (laughs) And Ben freaked the fuck out, man. Yeah. And you're not gonna believe this, but he told me the reason. I was like, "It's me." Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've heard this before. (laughs) One thing, I was there. (laughs) (laughs) I was there. We didn't hit anything, Rich. We just almost hit a bunch of shit. You know. (laughs) It's like, I don't think I earned the full PTSD, but I feel like I earned like the PTS part. Like, it was close enough to an accident to be like imminent. Oh no, I'm man, I swallowed the shit. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, that <laughs> quote out of context without the first sentence. Even in context, I'm not 100 percent sure it's not damning. <laughs> I'm a man, I swallow that it's shit. shit. Yeah, can, can we Montrose. fix that in post? No, there's no, no post. There's no post. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, for those of you who weren't listening, we Post were talking about... Post costs an extra 50 bucks an episode <laughs> that we don't have. Will offered me his can to spit my dip in. No, I was talking about cum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, why William did you say cum that? loading. Yeah. <laughs> High school was hard. Uh, yeah. All right, sorry. God, sorry. it was. Yeah. yeah, so Texas Ski Resort... That that's the end of that. It was just it was so funny a, to a me. Fun when Rich coming there, like story. Uh, Rich that, wanted to go home that night when we had our yeah, hotel you wouldn't room. drive us. I wouldn't ass. drive him. He made Jesse drive him. It was back. a nasty ass storm yeah. though. I there I do that preacher bit, and I will never forget. I was like halfway through that bit, and I was jumping up and down, acting like a preacher, and I hopped up and said whatever one of the middle lines is, and delivered it with a bunch of gusto. Mm-hmm. And when the line ended. Thunder clapped, and the top of that metal roof in that place clapped. And those, oh, no, 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 no. those people said, fuck you, fatty. We're not going to hell for you. They were laughing at that shit right up to that right. thunder clap. And then they were like, nope, done with his ass. Oh, Get you mean him. right until God spoke? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, the best part about that show is Jesse ended up giving me his hotel room. That and, night he when he drove, and he drove Rich home. And I'm, I'm going up to Jesse's hotel room like, fuck. He's been in that hotel room with his girl for three uh, hours. He's fucked on one of those beds. And I'm like, God, I hope I don't end up sleeping in a Jesse pile. And the girl was so courteous because I go into the room and one of the beds is made up and the other one has an X made out of pillows on it. <laughs> 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 I swear. 
<laughs> it was literally like a big do not cry scene. Like, don't uh, sleep on that right there. That's just a good yeah, Christian yeah, yeah, right yeah. there. What else you want? Yeah. I appreciated that so much. Yeah, no, that's 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 sweet lady. That, 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 that's a lady yeah. that means well. Yeah, that's just that's good Christian right there. Wow. Hell oh, yeah. Man, that's been on a lot of rain-induced road trips with you. It's like I work with you three or four times a year, and the weather's going to be shit every single time. I have this thing where every time I drive to College Station, something terrible yeah. happens. I'm about to decide not to take any more gigs at I'm College right Station. I'm right there with you, man. Every That's time not... I go to that damn town, it's like God's like, you hate Aggies, and you're being a hypocrite. <laughs> yeah, that's so you, true. You go entertain Aggies, this is what happens do you, to do, you do, do you, do you want, Do you want to tell them about the Aggie stuff uh, when we're working? When we have to work for Aggies? Oh, well, yeah, I'm not technically in business anymore. No, uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll say this much. Uh, if, if you are a, a fan of the uh, Texas Agricultural and uh, Mechanical, Mechanical University, uh, don't be assholes to the people who do your manual labor. <laughs> uh, they're huge dicks every time because I've only been working you for you for like two years. And like we've we've done it twice, and every time you're like, I knew it. This was gonna be harder than it should be. Why do they always do this every, goddamn? Every shit? time I see a goddamn that stupid Sheltie dog or whatever it is they have, <laughs> yeah. or an A and M flag in the driveway, I know. I used to I used to I used to tell people like when I, when I bid a jug for an Aggie, I always put a three thousand dollar AH tax on there. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and it's still never worth it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, still, I always still feel like I got screwed. So yeah. I just, there's pockets of America that don't enjoy the things I say, and one of them is located in College Station, Texas, <laughs> right on. Yeah, they they right like on me, campus. They, they like me a little bit until they figure out I ain't one of them. But that's all. Everybody was like, "Oh man, you're gonna kill this redneck crowd. You're gonna kill this redneck." I'm like, "No, yeah, no, no, no." First off, I'm a hillbilly. Yeah, there, <laughs> there is, is a, a there are some difference. cultural differences. There's uh, a distinct difference. Uh, one of the big ones is hillbillies are mostly fuck the police, you know, and uh, the rednecks have all gone thin blue line. So there's a there's yeah. a big divisionary place there where well, we because we've talked about that before. Yeah. Whoever whoever did the uh, the the advertising campaign to get rednecks to back the blue deserves way more money to Bro. sell cigarettes or heroin or I something. I just assume they're running Cincy or It Works or one of those companies now, yeah. one of those cult companies. Yeah. It was incredible, man. Yeah. I, I still don't understand it. Like, we literally grew up running from them. That's our, our whole... Yeah. Our whole everything. That's the where we come from. The whole thing was law don't come around here, law dog. NASCAR was invented <laughs> by running from the police. police. Yeah. Our, our greatest sport, our, our uh, national pastime, if you will, yeah. of, of the, my people, my culture, and a similar culture. It's a, you described this one time as the Shiites and the Sunnis. Yeah. And, it, and it's very much like that. Like It doesn't, specifically, it doesn't matter. We don't until like you each can. other, but we're not going to let you fuck with the other one, right? That's pretty remarkably accurate. I've never thought of the different Southern clans as... yeah. It's a, it's a weird thing to me. They uh, live in hills. I think that Abu Barker is the one true prophet for Allah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke six people are going to get. That's so... Chad got it. <laughs> he's peace, one of the six. Peace be upon his name. He's the guy peace smart enough to run name. the equipment. <laughs> yeah. the, uh, uh, it always made me laugh, mm-hmm. and there's been several people do jokes about it, but I, I remember a period of time where during the early stages of the Iraq War, uh, so many American contractors were being sent to yeah. Iraq to work on these oil projects, and they were all just 
good old East Texas oil patch dudes, and then they just stayed a bunch of them. And I was like, it, 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 the whole idea was that there's going to be these little half Iraqi kids running around in mobile homes with fucking Molly Hatchet shirts on. <laughs> <laughs> But still a pretty serious grudge against the infidels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, well, because like I, they make I, good music, but fuck them. Yeah, you know? no, I, I do a bit about that. Kind I, of, you know, like yeah, yeah. No, I do. John Gard had this great character. Uh, John Gard was a stand-up comic from Houston. Really, really super funny dude. I think he's up in Seattle now. Uh, he's written a book. He's done all kind of amazing things. But there used to be a sketch show in Houston called Deadbeat TV, and it was absolutely hilarious. If you go on YouTube and search Deadbeat TV, it was John Gard, Al B. I think produced it. Uh, my buddy Bart Stewart, Reverend Bart Love Stewart, Bart. was yeah, a cast yeah. member in it. Uh, Mark Hurtado was involved with it. Um, uh, another really funny guy, Keith Manning, he's out of Dallas now, was in it. Um, and John Gard had this great character. Uh, his name was Mohente Du. <laughs> and he would do videos of terrorist demands as Mohente Du. <laughs> and he would have like Bart tied up and bleed like, I've captured one of your people. And if you, if you don't bow into our demands, I'm going to cover him with Mountain Dew. And it's going to get all sticky. <laughs> yeah. Well, because like that's a uh, that's one of the things that, like because like my cousin Sarah she moved to Turkey and she's from Mississippi and so like it was always really nice when because like she's like yeah I was in Turkey and I was just teaching kids Turkish and then she's just like she, I was like how can you even pronounce Turkish she goes not really but I would just read it from the book I was like you were butchering their language and then just trying to teach them English weren't you and she, uh, I had a buddy named uh, Bradley O'Shea. And Bradley O'Shea is from uh, Mount Pleasant, Texas. Oh, yeah. And Bradley O'Shea never left Mount Pleasant, Texas until he went to Korea to teach kids English. And so I just imagine there's all these South Korean kids like, yeah, we ain't go right down here and take a left. <laughs> Uh, uh, that's where you're going to find the no man line. (laughs) It's not verbal, but I think about it sometimes. I spent about a month working for the Saudi American consulate. Oh, yeah. Translating (laughs) documents from Arabic to English. I don't speak or read Arabic. I was just guessing. (laughs) Man went into it like it's multiple choice. Yeah. So I was just basically making up shit and figuring they didn't know enough English to catch me on it. I thought about the person who had to come behind me in those documents. (laughs) There's some CIA guy that's pouring over those documents like, this guy is a fucking moron. (laughs) That's not what they said at all. We started a war over this shit. (laughs) I'm like reading people's resumes and skills. There's people in prison speak. about this right now. <laughs> we made that one bastard listen to Barney for yeah. three years in isolation. <laughs> oh man! So we got. Ben we got said a, he had a map in his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> boss, we got it. We got to figure out a way to fire this uh, Ben Daniel character. Uh, why? We accidentally bombed another wedding because of him. Uh, Drone strike on a bar mitzvah. Two words. I was processing medical visas into the country. So the worst thing I did is let some terrorists into America. So 9 11's your fault, Ben. (laughs) No, but whatever happens in 2007 might have been. But that asshole that tried to set his shoe on fire, that was me. I'll tell you for that. Also, the less known and less popular underwear bomber was probably. I I think that guy just hated fat people and he wanted us to to take our shoes off at the airport. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that was uh, that was that was brought to us by uh, by Big Belt. 
Yeah. Big belt. <laughs> Big belt. <laughs> that was brought to us by Hey Dudes. Yeah, yeah. Man, I am <laughs> reluctant Crocs. to make any jokes about airport security because I feel like they're always listening and adding people to the flag list. And I've already been cavity searched one time by the Atlanta airport. I don't need to repeat it on other traveling visits. Oh, man. Bro, we're I, sitting in uh, Intercontinental, right? Getting ready to fly to Washington, D.C. This lady sitting across from me. You know Slade, he doesn't he tries not to talk to anybody. Yeah. And so Slade's sitting there. He's super and he's cool. trying not to yeah, he's he's doing his aloofness yeah. and he's trying not to talk to anybody. And the lady sitting across from me is uh, a marine mom and there, she's going to see her son who works in a secret lab in Washington D in Langley, Virginia. And he and, and she loves taking, talking about it too. And she's taking she? her daughter and her daughter's kids, his nephews. And she's really psyched. Now, first of all, the conversation starts like this. The mom goes, are you in the military? I said, no, ma'am. There's nothing about me what says military. And she goes, well, my son's in the military. And I said, let me guess, Marines. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the reason I said this is because she was wearing a shirt that said Marine Mom. And she goes, how did you know? (laughs) And Slate (laughs) couldn't resist. He goes, he's a magician. (laughs) And she goes, really? (laughs) I was like, you motherfucker. I'm going to make her talk to you next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she proceeds to tell us about how her son works at the secret base in Langley, and he is a bomb deconstruction engineer. And... I don't know how many times she said the word bomb in this conversation, but at some point I quit fucking talking. Because <laughs> she's like, yeah, he's going to take my little nephew, my little grandsons out there and let them make mock bombs. And, but she keeps whispering the word mock. Like, but that's not-, not the problematic part of the sentence, lady. <laughs> no, you should shout mock. All right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She said it like at least you seven times. You can't just start them out with fake bombs. Like you got to start small, like Molotov mocktails. Or- <laughs> <laughs> and boy, we're thirty-eight minutes in and a pun. <laughs> I have to bring something to the table besides <laughs> your weed, Jerry. Like, <laughs> Man, you bring a lot to the table. I was, I was trying to, cause yeah, but, but well, you've had a rough week. Right? Yeah, it's yeah, been yeah, a rough yeah, couple. Yeah. You've, 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 I'll own that. Did you yeah. get another Rick? No, it's just been. <laughs> it's, it's just he's just had a rough, just a little rough week. Oh, okay, um, just some rough shit. All right, yeah, well, I feel you and, there. Because like we, uh, well, you've been through some rough shit recently, so yeah. I get that. Yeah, yeah. it's mostly well. That. Uh, to times. quote, to quote, to quote uh, you earlier before, I, I would just just make good decisions in the morning, baby. Just make 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 good decisions in the morning. Make good decisions in the evening. I like uh, to just try to make one. If I make yeah. one good decision before lunchtime, yeah. Then I, I feel like my day goes better. Now, there's a lot of days where I don't get to that one good one before lunchtime. Right. There's days where I get up and argue with my wife and say dumb shit in front of my kids and mm-hmm. are rude to people. And, you know, just, yeah. you know, the other day I walked in the convenience store in the morning to just get me an energy drink because I was tired. And the guy's like, thanks for coming. And I was like, you too. And I was like, then I spent the rest of the day thinking about that shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Well, like, I God spent. Damn, I sound like a fucking idiot. Yeah, thanks <laughs> for coming. You too. I spent the uh, whole day in bed last week because I was getting up, and then I didn't have any toothpaste uh, or, uh, yeah. And so then I was just like, "Fuck this day." And then uh, that's one thing that scares me about TikTok is like sometimes I, I've literally like blacked out on TikTok before. Where I'm just like flipping up, flipping up, flipping up. Oh, I'm yeah, like, yeah. holy shit, it's been three hours. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> like, like it's, it's yeah. easy to do. It's easy yeah, to do. I, I, can, uh, I can see how that happens. But uh, um, 
Yeah. I've been noticing I've been burning a lot more days without writing anything lately than I ever have before. Yeah. It's like I'm hitting this fatigue wall with the travel and balancing work and trying to constantly both refine old and write new that the thing that's been giving way is the writing new. Just been Man. coasting on old jokes for a bit. I went through a period of time, uh, and me and Will talked about it extensively because we talk about a lot of this shit, but we, we, we right yeah, after I filmed The Wrecking Yard, there was this feeling of like, all right, I'm done with that. And then it was this, uh, like almost this rush in my head that, oh, you got to hurry up and do something else. You got to write something else. You, gotta, you don't have an act now. You just sold your act. You got to rewrite a whole new act. And I was just throwing shit at the wall and trying to construct this act. And five months into that, I realized I hated most of that. And it was... I, I was trying to do a lot of material. I was trying to write. Obviously, I was not going to call the special fatherhood because that's been done by a rapey dude. Uh, but uh, he was I, convicted. <laughs> I, I was gonna, uh, I was gonna rapist. Uh, so I was going to, but I wanted this kind of feeling of that, like basically to break down all the father figures in my life and the people that mentored me as fathers and such. And I was writing all this material, but because my anger is still prescient and fresh and me and my father don't get along and don't really speak uh it just was going to a really dark place and i was like all right i'm gonna have to scratch this for now this is not the time to do this I, maybe 10 years from now i'll look back into this but this is not the time to do this right now because i'm still too angry and i'm not an angry person on stage and it's just not my forte i don't like that i won't people to come to my shows and walk away feeling positive and lifted and some kind of good feeling mm -hmm. about what the hell just happened to them. So, well, mm. I, cause I remember the first time that, that, that I got to go on the road with you and like, I just sat down and I watched you do, do your thing before the wrecking yard came out. I was like, God damn, that's a whole narrative arc. <laughs> and I know it like, <laughs> it like bothers you now. Cause like you'll do a couple of 10 minute spots when I get to see you over, over at the clubs and, and whatever. And like, all your new fresh shit is crushing, by the way. Uh, I'm not trying to blow sunshine up your ass or anything, no. but um, it's fun to watch you work it, and I, I, I see the gears turning again, uh, just because, like, not that you're trying to build an overarching narrative. You're like, I just need 50 minutes when I'm selling out clubs and shit. But, I just uh, want to build something that represents who I am now, and yeah. Louisville was real good for that because I had a week of shows back-to-back, and those back-to-back -back shows are where you really fucking play yeah. tic-tac-toe and put the bits together. Mm -hmm. And especially when you're, you know, I was doing 30 minutes a show, uh, yeah. middling for Slade. And I really got to work on building this new set that I'm building. And it's 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 still very story-driven. There's a lot of stories. I mean, there's no, I'm not going to make anybody cry with it this time, but... There's a, there's a lot going on in it, you know, but yeah. uh, it, it's starting to kind of fit together. Uh, I'm excited to be at Rudd's this weekend, and I'm going to work some more of it out there doing uh, just like 15-minute spots at Rudd's. Hell yeah. Uh, so it, it's, it's coming together again, but there was very much a part where I understand what you're feeling, where I felt like I was up against a wall and... I uh, that's when I really started focusing on social media and stuff because I was like, I need something else. I need a break yeah. from this, and I need to focus my creative efforts on something else. Also, I've been me and my wife took over. Uh, it was it's a home her great grandfather built in 1953, and all her family has lived in this house. And we've decided we're going to remodel this house and go live in it for a while. And it's over here on the north side of Houston. North side. And it's dope. I like it. Yeah, it's going to be a cool place, but it's 
Yeah, I tell you, man, uh, digging into a project like that again and working with my hands again is like kind of, it's really helping the creative gears turn. I'm turning out some really good I've content. I've been cooking a lot lately. Right, cooking That's this. good. That's good for you. For me, like... That's my favorite evening. Uh, uh, have a couple drinks. I know you don't drink, but have a couple drinks. Thinking about taking up drinking again. And... Uh, Go cook some good food. I hear my favorite thing to do is cook some really badass food, and then let it get cold while I'm in the bathroom smoking pot. So I feel like I ordered it from Uber. <laughs> <laughs> so it makes me feel like I'm not poor. <laughs> oh, we've done an hour. That's the perfect way to end that one. Uh, unless, unless you have any more beautiful things you want to say, no. Ben. Uh, yeah. No. no uh, that's, uh, I want you to tell us where they can find you on social media, Jerry. Uh, and thank you personally in, for coming, man. You can yeah. see me anywhere. No. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Wayne Longmire, comedy. Uh, Jerry Wayne Longmire on Facebook uh, for my comedy page. Jerry Wayne Live on YouTube because I'm an idiot. Uh, yep. Is my channel there, and I've got I've, I've probably got about 45 videos on there that are different stuff, and then of course Jerry Wayne Longmire on TikTok, and uh, I've got close to 60 to 70 pieces of content there and uh i don't even remember what my name is on instagram because really it's just jerry wayne on instagram okay. <laughs> it's yeah just i don't jerry. even fuck with instagram so yeah. but, but you can find me on tiktok you can find me on facebook it's the easiest places to find it and definitely go to the youtube watch wrecking yard you know leave me a little content uh, comment let me know if you like that shit or not hell yeah i, I like youtube's really fun for me because especially with the youtube shorts now and they're uh, they're allowing me to use some of my other content is they have on YouTube has this unique thing where there's like the thumbs up and there's a thumbs down. So you can see exactly how many people think you're a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. I got a joke on there. It's got like 664 thumbs up and 10 thumbs down and I, I spend my nights wondering who these 10 motherfuckers are. That's so are. unhealthy. But, uh, but, well, yeah, I can but cut today, the list down to nine for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is today it went down to nine and I'm like somebody changed your mind about me. <laughs> this dude thought I was a cunt and went and re-listened. Or, or they got kicked off of YouTube for being a pedophile. Like, yeah. you know? <laughs> way, I'll take it as a win. I like to think I'm changing lives. You are. Uh. <laughs> One click at a time. One click at a time. Where can they find you, Loden? Find me at William Lynn Loden Jr. on Facebook, uh, Will underscore Loden on Instagram, and I think Will underscore Loden on TikTok, and at gunsandliquor.com. Ben, where can they find you? At Very Dark Comedy on Instagram, Benjamin A. Daniel on Facebook, and Very Dark Comedy on the TikTok, though I'm never there. Woo, good night. Good night, everybody. Good night. That was fun as hell. Thank you so much. That was, that was, that was, yeah. oh, that was a good time. I was looking forward to it all day. Yeah. <laughs>